0: Welcome in to the All Talk podcast. This is your host Birthday Boy and his a Jeff Woodruff recording from Grand Lake, Oklahoma. Well, I guess the city is not Grand Lake. It's Afton, Oklahoma. My first Oklahoma episode. I've been Oklahoma. I've I did one in a hot tub maybe in California. I don't think I've done one in Kansas quite yet, but I have one. Obviously done one in Dallas. So, Three out of 50 states, we are making our way there. Today is Thursday, April 16th, and happy birthday to reoccurring friend, friend of the show, reoccurring guest, Aaron Shaw. Happy 24th to my friend Aaron Shaw. Everyone, if you're following him on Twitter, double underscore Aaron Shaw, double underscore, worst Twitter handle of all time. Wish Aaron a happy 24th birthday on Instagram. Thursday, April 16th. You are listening to episode 15 of the All Talk Pod. Sorry we took a week off. I was at my parents' house. It was a long week. Literally nothing happened last week that was exciting. So, we did we didn't miss out on anything. A good uh good week off for the staff over here at the All Talk Pod. They are uh, we're traveling light this week. They're supporting me remotely. So, they got the week off last week as did I as did your ears, but we are back with episode 15. Quick shout out to all of my 15 out of 15ers. If you were joining us for the first time, go back and and re-listen to the previous 14, and then you can be a world-renowned 15 out of 15er. And if you are not a 15 out of 15-er, then I I don't have anything to call you. So either listen to all of the previous episodes or come up with something to call yourself and let me know if it's good. Then maybe we'll roll with it. But thanks again. We're, We're feeling good. That one week off, one week vacay did us some good. Big energy in the studio today. So appreciate everyone letting us back into your lives, not giving us too much of a hard time like Brent Bachman. That's right. This is going to be a shout-out-heavy episode, I think. Brent Bachman, thank you for expressing your frustration. We'll welcome anything. Thank you for expressing your frustration with us this past week. Honestly, I'm just glad that you care. That's really that's really all I'm happy about. Uh, any other shout-outs that I can think of that I missed? Palmer Neville, I missed a birthday shout-out for Palmer Neville. Also, uh, Gabby Mengistu, I missed a birthday shout-out for as well. And and I think that covers uh, covers us for the shout-outs for a bit. We have a wonderful, beautiful episode coming your way. Got some Chiefs talk, baby. We are back. Big Chiefs news since we've last heard from you, and the NFL has also been popping off. Johnny Norton, fellow BD boy, April 15er, Tax Day Baby is on the show this week, makes his podcast debut. Get into a little golf, a little bit of puppy talk as well. And then we're doing a little something new, a little new topic, a little new Seggy alert coming your way. And then we will get everyone squared away, ready for the weekend, do a little weather talk. And then you will be sliding right on into your weekend. Alrighty, let's hop right on into the show. Okay. So last week when I was not doing a podcast and not doing anything, I I had the pleasure of going back to Kansas City and quarantining there for a bit. Spent the weekend at home and my my parents do not have Wi-Fi. It is 2020 and I kid you not, they do not have Wi-Fi. So I had very little entertainment options between respecting social distancing and, and not going out. And not having Wi-Fi to access like Netflix and Hulu, I had very little entertainment options. So, other than sitting around and crushing some day beers, I I got outside a little bit. I actually caught a fish up in a little lake behind my parents' house. I also got into a creek by my parents' house and tried to do some fossil hunting. That's right. Fossil hunting. That is what the quarantine is is resorting us to i was fossil hunting in a creek that is how bored i was i did not find any fossils but it was it it was nice and peaceful to get out of there uh but i also had the ability get this dvr very big at my parents house because the whole no wi-fi thing chiefs texans chiefs titans those games were recorded full games so that's what i did I sat around, I rewatched the Chiefs versus Texans, I rewatched the Chiefs versus Titans, and oh my god, Chiefs versus Texans, I, I that game is still just a blur, first of all, because 24-0 in the first quarter, I, I was looking at it, and I was like, oh my god, this is going to be the biggest choke job of all time. Like, so immensely bad. The expect expectations that the Chiefs had not only from Kansas City fans but from all of the NFL all of the country to get to the Super Bowl to win the Super Bowl which we ended up doing but we were down 24 to 0 at the start and thankfully we all know how that went RIP the city of Houston (laughs) I don't know how big my listening base is in the city of Houston but god that had to have kill. I, I, That would have been soul crushing for me. And then you guys have the whole Astros thing on top of it. Uh, bad time to be from Houston. Uh, terrible time to be from Houston. My parents also had Turning Point recorded on their DVR. Or, or actually no. Hotspotted it to my laptop so I was able to get on YouTube. Turning Point which are sweet. They do like 20 minute videos for the Texans and Titans game. And then they had a like a 45-minute video for the Super Bowl, and it's pretty much like a mashup of mic'd up and analysis. So it's all of the players' perspectives during a play, and then like they have good analysis too. Check it out, Turning Point. Well worth your time if you haven't watched it. But in more relevant news, not this is not just going to be me recapping former glory, even though I, I do enjoy doing that. Sammy Watkins uh is back on a 1-year $9 million deal which very conveniently freed up 5 million in cap space for the Chiefs which we so desperately needed at one point for maybe maybe this is something that that you non-Chiefs fans would really know if if you guys are even listening to this segment at this point but the Chiefs at one point had $170 in cap space and that basically means that we have the ability to play to pay a player only what our cap space limits per year. And we had used so much of it at one point earlier, probably three weeks ago, tied up in current players' contracts, that we literally only had a seven $170. So we got big five million dollars in cap space back from Sammy. Veach, hats off. Everything Brett Veach has done this offseason has has been totally A-OK with me. I think we all know what he did last year. Got us a Super Bowl, revamped an entire defense. Uh, he, he did another great job with Sammy Watkins, and he's doing a great job with the Chiefs offseason up to this point so far. So hats off to Brett Veach. We'll get into a couple more of his moves that he's had so far. But Sammy, I'm a huge Sammy guy. Very, very happy he is back. One year, $9 million. Sammy Watkins is only 26 years old. That is prime time. Sammy had his huge game against the Jags in week one, and then obviously fell off the map for the remainder of the year, but his postseason performance absolutely crushed it. Give me one game Sammy, one game regular season Sammy, and give me playoff Sammy, guaranteed. I'm happy with that trade off. He's also got a no trade clause in the in the contract, so he's going to be around for a full year, no doubt about it. And I've mentioned it before, if you follow me on Twitter, at Jeffy Wood, you would know that Sammy is a big-time component to what makes the Chiefs' offense so successful because we have guys like Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, who are legitimate number one options. And then you bring Sammy Watkins into the mix too, who he goes to any other team in the NFL – he is a legitimate number one option as well. So, Brett Veach, no trade clause, one-year deal for Sammy. Very awesome. I'm getting a Sammy Watkins jersey. That's it. I'm getting one. That's I, I'm probably going to get two jerseys this offseason. I'll probably get... So, I've got a Juan Thornhill, my dude Juan. Get that ACL ready. Obviously, got a Patty Mahomes. And then my older one, Tom Baholi, legend Chiefs Goat. Uh, so I think I'm due for a Sammy Watkins, and then I think Honey Badger. Got to get a Honey Badger. But we'll save that. Enough Jersey talk for that. Uh, Very happy Sammy is back. He, along with 20 starters, so the Chiefs are bringing 20 of the 22 starters back from our Super Bowl team. And that's pretty much unheard of and really cannot have came at a better time or at a better off season because of the big Roan. This is now, this is not a good year to be relying on your off season. If you're bringing in a whole entire new unit to get familiar with each other via zoom meetings, that's going to be tough. So bringing back 20 guys that are all familiar with the offense, all familiar with the defense, know what's going to go down in the locker room. That's going to be a big edge for the chiefs in the 2020 season. Fingers crossed that it happens. But I, I said it earlier, Veach has been a mastermind this offseason. I love the decisions that he's been making. He's reworking deals. He's not committing to anything long-term. He's not getting getting rid of big assets with when he doesn't have to. He's been able to make $170 of cap space work. So we got Watkins back. We got Demarcus Robinson back as well. I think D-Rob's going to be poised to have a good year or... Any sort of amount of production coming from D-Rob is going to be great because just think about these offensive weapons that the Chiefs are going to have in 2020 yet again. McCole Hardman will be coming back as a second-year player, and that rookie year is just so big for players. Get that rust off. Let them acclimate to the NFL, the speed of the NFL. So McCole is going to be great. Tyreek, of course, hopefully he stays healthy. This year doesn't have a freak injury like he did in the first week against the Jags that benched him for a few weeks. So could be looking forward to a full year of Tyreek. Travis Kelsey still a machine. Sammy Watkins, who really didn't miss any time because of an injury or anything like that, which was awesome to see because that's been a, a big issue in Sammy's career. So Sammy back, potentially fully healthy. D-Rob coming back with another year under his belt. Same with McCole Hardman. Kill a Trav and Tyreek all with our good friend, friend of the show. I don't I don't think so, I wish. Patrick Mahomes swinging them the ball. Uh, it, it's going to be awesome. We also got uh, Brashad Breland back on the defensive side, so that locks up sort of our corners uh, for the time being and, and really addresses a big hole that we may have had to address in the draft. And then we also uh, got a backup tight end, Ricky Seals-Jones who came on over from, I I believe he was on the Cardinals, and then he went to the Browns. So he came over from the Browns, uh, and he is he's sort of a league vet. He's been on a few different teams, big body. Blake Bella, the belldozer, got picked up by someone else. So we had a big hole to fill with tight end two, got that done. And RSJ, do do you think people call Ricky Seals Jones RSJ because – I'm not going to be able to keep saying Ricky Seals Jones over and over again, so we're calling him RSJ. RSJ, I think, could be a, a sneaky contributor this this year. a Trav is, is getting a little bit older in his thirties, and Kila Trav, if you're listening, thank you for listening, first of all. Uh, but don't take it don't take it offensively, but he is getting old, so want to uh, preserve Kila Trav as much as we can. So Seals Jones was a great pickup, and this is all before the draft too. So, the Chiefs still have our first rounder, pick number 32, which was, you know, which is bittersweet, of course, because that means that we won the Super Bowl, which we did. But we also have pick number 32 of the first round. Uh, We still got a second round as well from the 49ers. So, we still have some draft capital to work with. And the thing that Veach has been able to do is make sure that there are no glaring holes to where if the Chiefs weren't able to sign Ricky Seals Jones or weren't able to sign. So I'm doing it again. RSJ. If we weren't able to sign to RSJ, not able to bring back Brashad Breland or D-Rob and Watkins, then at wide receiver, corner, and tight end two, you're going to have to use one of those picks to address that area. But Veach, Wheeling and Dylan, was able to, to lock up some short-term deals and address those holes ahead of the draft. So that means that we really have some availability to go out there and draft exactly what we want And personally, I think that we're going to go ahead and grab a linebacker, which would be great. Offensive line needs some bolstering as well. So LB and O-line could also make a move on a cornerback at some point in the draft too, which is going to be coming up on us a little bit. uh, April 23rd. So that is next Thursday. Yes. Yes. Next Thursday is going to be night one of the So So I think that means we might have to make next week a Friday episode so we get a little bit of draft talk in. But either way, incredibly excited for the Chiefs uh, in the upcoming 2020 season. I swear to God, Rona, if you do not let us get a 2020 football season, I'm going to kill you. But we've got draft coming up next week. I think we just made the executive decision that next week's going to have to be a Friday episode so we can talk about it. Um the draft is going to be fully televised or, I guess, handled fully remote, remotely, virtually, whatever the hell you want to say. Goodell came out and said that this week, Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, said that he's going to be announcing the draft picks from his basement at home. So... I think we could all just uh, boo Roger Goodell from the comfort of our own home. It's going to be so weird to see just imagining like all those football dudes who are normally used to sitting in a room together, like in the war room, the draft room, having to figure out like Zoom and have IT teammates, IT members in their house uh, when all they want to do is be thrown in like a fat lip and running through five bags of sunflower seeds and talking football god that sounds like the dream but it's going to be hilarious to see a, a fully virtual nfl draft uh, again that's next thursday april 23rd there are some other headlines that came out since our hiatus c christian mccaffrey my former nfc team the panthers got paid that dude got the truck backed up to him he signed a four-year 64 Milo sheesh That is a lot of money in four years. $64 million in four years. Just think about that. Put that into perspective. That is a ton of money for a short period of time. That makes him the highest paid running back of all time. And honestly, we're going to talk a little bit of running back contract, but I'm totally fine with this. C-Mac won me my work fantasy league for the second year in a row. Going to be going on to a three-peat. He was literally Carolina's whole entire offense for all of 2019, so I think he deserves his contract. He had over 1,300 rushing yards, over a thousand receiving yards too. So he had to have been Carolina's leading receiver, no doubt. If if we were back in Dallas right now, I I would yell over a few cubicles and tell stat department to get on it, but I don't have that luxury while I'm here in Afton, Oklahoma. But C-Mac got paid. 1300 rushing yards, over 1000 receiving yards, only the third player in NFL history to do that. So I think in this case for the Panthers, not the worst deal ever. I mean, he's a young guy, he doesn't miss games, and he's obviously producing out of the backfield, both running the ball and receiving the ball. Uh, he's breaking records at a super young age. So CMax macs probably the only running back in the league that I would pay this serious money to because we've seen it time and time again when you start giving running backs huge contracts historically running backs aren't able to return as much value as these huge contracts are basically assuming that they're going to return I mean look at David Johnson for example Uh, he had a massive contract for the Cardinals he had three-year 40 million dollars he hardly played in 2019. They ended up bringing Kenyon Drake in from the Dolphins who basically came in on, on a whim and stole the dude who you are paying huge money to's job. Uh, Arizona was was luckily able to dump him on Bill O'Brien and the dumb old Houston Texans, but we're not gonna pour on Houston anymore this episode.'m I'm, I'm sorry, all my Houston listeners. I don't mean it that much. Just your sports kind of suck, and and they piss me off. I hate the Astros for cheating. Thank God the Royals beat them in 2015. Royals, 2015 World Series champs. David Johnson, three-year, $40 million. It it didn't really work out for them. Todd Gurley, he signed 4 years, $60 million. He got hurt, did not play a lot. Uh, Sean McVay sort of forgot about him for a bit, and then he ends up getting traded out of that over to the Falcons. Side note: The Falcons came out such high hopes for the Falcons jerseys between them, the Buccaneers. I think the Browns are going to be releasing their jersey rebrand soon, but the Falcons sort of dropped the ball. I think their their black and white one, the standard one, obviously looks the best, and then their other ones look like practice jerseys or like I don't know arena league jerseys or canadian football league jerseys with the huge atl across the front looks terrible uh but not as terrible as uh ezekiel elliott you hear that transition six year 90 million dollars and this is sort of a, a more unique case because the cowboys had uh some of the ability to pay a few guys and they chose to pay zeke when his contract wasn't even up they still had a, they still have not extended dak and then they lose their best cornerback to free agency, even though Byron Jones said that it wasn't for the money. It was mostly just about the people uh, in Dallas. Not in Dallas. On the Cowboys. Sorry, Dallas. You don't have to file yourself into whatever debauchery is going on over at the Cowboys organization. But tying up running backs in these mega deals really never ends, out, ends up well for teams. So I think c rightfully deserves a big contract. And who else are the Panthers going to pay? They have no one else to pay, so might as well pay that dude four years, $64 million. Congrats. I think it's awesome seeing NFL players make a shit ton of money because isn't that everyone's goal in life? To make a shit ton of money. So congrats, C-Mac, for potentially accomplishing your goal in life by making $64 million in four years. For the other teams pursuing running backs, Listen to me. Do not pay them $64 million over four years unless you have Christian McCaffrey. Uh, make some deals in the trade. Draft some guys early, like the Chiefs did with Kareem Hunt a few years ago. Got a couple of incredible years out of Kareem Hunt. I think Kareem might have been like a fourth-round draft pick. Again, I wish that department was here to check me on that. But boy, oh boy, that that was good. NFL talk. Just imagine if... Could you imagine a world, a life... Where we had sports every single week, and then I could come and get all excited and talk about it—that would be a beautiful life. But only, only can we dream so much. Still have some hope. Draft talk going to be coming next week. Look out for that. Going to have to be a Friday episode. Should still be great. Uh, hopefully the Chiefs. I I would like the Chiefs to keep uh, their pick at thirty-two. Just because I think that we could get a sick linebacker, like Patrick Queen out of LSU would be awesome for the Chiefs. Or if we could grab a cornerback at 32. I don't even know who would be available at 32 at cornerback, but I would like to see the Chiefs hang on to that pick uh, in the first round. So draft coming your way next week. But now we have got to bring on birthday boy number two, Jonathan Norton, to talk a little golf. More sports. All right, welcoming on podcast debut, a uh, fellow birthday boy, Tax Day Baby, with me. We're recording on our birthday, Jonathan Norton. Wow, it's it's honestly just good to see your face, your smiling face, looking back at me via FaceTime right now. Yeah, man. I mean, haven't been able to see you in, in a, quite a long time, so even FaceTiming is good. It's probably it's been. been- yeah, well, the the honors all mine, so I appreciate it. Uh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I think I probably haven't seen you in like actually, like a month, maybe. Yeah, I mean, we started. I mean, at least my quarantine for for work started about a month ago to the day, and I think
1: at best we've seen each other once since. I don't even know if we've seen each other at all.
0: Yeah, that's that's very sad to think about. Well, I'm <clears throat> I'm happy that we're able to to reconvene on our kobe year our 24th birthday tax hey, it's a big year. tax day baby a lot of people don't understand the pain that that we have to go through as as being tax day babies because that's pretty much all we're all, all at least i was referred to like people would just be like oh tax day <laughs> yeah. growing up you would talk to like your parents friends
1: and they'd be like well, <laughs> "When's your birthday like if you'd be saying it's coming up and you'd be like april 15th they'd be like oh tax day baby <laughs>
0: <laughs> and i'm like yeah. i'm like technically that that is yes that is correct but i'm so much <laughs> nothing to me. i'm so much more than just a tax day baby <laughs> exactly. um also like like i get tax day i guess is i don't know like is it that big of a pain in the ass like just do your taxes before april 15th and that's really all you know yeah, that you have to I'm, do like they they 20th. So I feel like the 3 months to get them in is not too much to ask for. Yeah, it, it it's pretty much on you. If you're riding if you're bumping up to the end of of tax the tax period before you file, then that's 100% on you just procrastinating yeah, terribly. That's your fault. Yeah. That is all on you. Well, you know, uh, this year I am I am late. So <laughs> well, you can blame that up on the quarantine. Yeah, you can you can pretty much blame anything that you do. Or, like, yeah. use it as any sort of an excuse right now. Yeah, it's quarantine, coronavirus, I can't do it, sorry. Yeah, when my, my Apple Watch tells me I'm low on exercise for the week, I'm like, ah, oh, it's the quarantine. Yeah, I can't That's, do it. Uh, can't do it today. Larry David would would really uh, have a heyday with coronavirus as an excuse. I feel like Curbed. Do you watch Curbed?
1: I've, I have not seen the whole thing. I've definitely watched, like, a couple seasons, but... Never really got into it, which is funny because I think I've seen ninety
0: percent of sitcoms out there. Curb cur- message to everyone: Curb, curb your enthusiasm is is definitely worth your worth your while. Hilarious show, but yes, uh, tax day is is pretty much all we've been known for. But also today, uh, Trump buck payday. Did you get Trump bucks directly deposited it into your bank account? I checked this morning, and people were talking about it in our
1: group chat. Not see it. I'm hoping it comes soon because
0: man, having a puppy is expensive. It, yeah, I I honestly can't even imagine. I didn't get mine either, so I thought I was gonna I'm be able. Soon, I haven't, filed, I, mean, I haven't filed taxes, like I said, so I'll probably mail them
1: soon because one day. It, it, it got extended to what June 15th or something.
0: Yes, yeah, so so, somewhere in June. In soon
1: and I don't know if it's. Uh, I, Joe said that if you had the taxes filed in 2018 or for 2018 then you still should get it but i don't know haven't seen it yet hopefully that
0: comes in soon i'm hurting (laughs) you're hurting because young brooks is putting a burning a hole in your bank account how is that you just pulled him up here is he napping right now yeah the thing with puppies is they are
1: super hyper when you don't want to be hyper like they are (laughs) up and at them in the middle of the night, but they'll sleep for three hours and then just want to go outside, want to play for an hour, and then they'll just sleep for another three hours. And like they, they have the weirdest schedule ever. But figuring it out as we go, and I mean, potty training is the hardest part about it because once <laughs> he wakes up from a nap, he just he just goes.
0: So for for anyone who doesn't know, what's his what's his IG handle? Johnny just got like the cute. Johnny just got, like, the cutest little dog that I've ever seen. He's a little chonk monster. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're trying to feed him good so he's even chonking. <laughs> good. Okay. I, want, I want more. Brooksy Norton, but now we change it to Brooksy the Gold Doodle
1: because, I don't know, it seems more appropriate for a dog Insta to have
0: the type of dog Like the breed. The handle. Yeah, that makes sense to have the breed in it. But, yeah, yeah. he uh, – He's such, like, a little rug rat, and I haven't even met him yet. Does he have – so I'm guessing, obviously, he's still got his super sharp baby teeth. How old is he? So tomorrow he'll be nine weeks, Okay. and we got him at seven weeks.
1: So I I guess today would be two weeks exactly since
0: we got him. Is that yeah, – That sounds right. Is seven weeks just, like – is that really early to get a puppy, or what's, like, the standard, like, puppy age? Standard is just between six and eight weeks because they need their deworming shots Mm. like before they're six weeks. A lot of breeders wait till they're eight weeks because then they're kind of, I don't know, they're more developed or something by then. Mm -hmm. But I'm glad that we got him at seven
1: weeks because he was so little and so nice and didn't do anything. He slept all day and he would literally just curl up in our arms and it was like the cutest thing ever. But like five days after that, he was. He was blown and going. He's coming after our hands and everything, just clawing and scratching all the time. But I mean, he's a he's a very good dog for a nine week old puppy.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I cannot wait to meet him. I, I'm he's gonna be blown away once he realizes how many people love him from this Dallas group of he, like thirty five people. He's gonna get a lot of attention. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah. hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, yeah. And you've got Casey keeping him company down there as well. H- how does Casey treat Brooks? Does he still give him no attention whatsoever? So, yeah,
1: I mean, it, it, was, it was bad at first. He would just not even look at him. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know that are listening,
0: Casey's my 12-year-old golden doodle puppy. Or not puppy, but dog. Still a puppy. And yeah, he's, he's a puppy in my eyes.
1: But at first he would not look at Brooks whatsoever. And then... And then it kind of got better. They, he would acknowledge Brooks because we were around other dogs and he would kind of take ownership of Brooks and be a little protective. But now that we're back with just the two of them, Casey just is so fed up with Brooks. <laughs> Brooks is in
0: play mode all the time. And, 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 Casey, and Casey's I 12 years old. With Brooks, Because then Brooks will kind of learn. Yeah. A little bit, I guess. Yeah, and he would. He's,
1: and he's just not learning at all. <laughs>
0: In case he's just, Mike Brooks, please. Yeah, he's like, God, like this guy? God, you're, you're being a real a-hole right now, Brooks. <laughs> yeah, in case, I mean, he's so old now that
1: he was the center of attention for 12 straight years in his family. And now there's a little puppy running around. He's like, come
0: on, now? Maybe four years ago when I was still a young gunner. A little sweet golden nuggets running around <laughs> your guys' home. You guys literally have to follow this dog on Instagram. It's so cute. It's it, Brooks has to be like one of the cutest dogs that I've seen. Definitely out of everyone listening who has a dog, I love all of your dogs, but everyone that I know at least personally like Brooks is takes the cake for like such like a cute tiny little chunky pup.
1: You zoom in on his face next to Casey. It's just like, wow! This this dog is a model. He's born, he born to be in pictures. He has it's, that little happy birthday. Cone it,
0: yeah, the <laughs> little mini one. He's very photo. He's very photogenic. Yeah, and it, it's he's photogenic for like half a second, but once he once he catch it on a good picture, it's it's golden. Yeah. Well, uh, other than hanging out with your sweet precious little pup brooks uh, over quarantine have you been doing anything productive i watched like um if you guys follow me on twitter at yeah, jeffy wood wow it's my second self-plug this episode i'm i'm getting out i'm, I'm getting out of control i'm sorry I'm, I'm getting uh i'm getting greedy um but you would have seen that i like rewatched. i think 2012 masters and 1997 masters which one did we watch with tiger's chip shot what on sixteen. Two 2005 Masters. That was on on Saturday night, for those of you that
1: list, watched that. I mean, all-time Tiger moment. I think that's probably
0: a top five, maybe top three Masters Top three, shot. yeah. I mean, that's like all the Tiger gifts. When you search Tiger Gif,
1: it's just them waiting for that ball to drop, and it goes in, and he goes up by two. And people forget that he bogeyed the last two holes to win that tournament.
0: Who was unreal. so he was who who was uh keeping it close with him was that Molinari or was that more recent Oh, that Molinari, Molinari was, last, was year, last year. Last year, uh, that's right. In 2005 was Chris oh yeah, Chris DeMarco. Yeah, I think. I think that's probably uh, what I was doing, just, just sitting there and watching ma- old Masters over so and over. Sad that yeah. I couldn't watch the 2020 Masters. <laughs> this is like this should have been. It that's one of the toughest things to think about is just like wow, it should have been Final Four weekend, it should have been Masters weekend, but whatever. I'm not even getting into yeah, it. I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, the Masters is one thing, but when like Billy was sending us snaps of. Of like his schedule
0: saying like Final Four in Atlanta. Oh my gosh. And, and I was just like, wow, KU should be playing right now. That cal- that calendar notification would be absolutely heart-wrenching yeah. to, to receive. Hey, but at least we got Oshai and
1: uh, Marcus Garrett back. Yeah. That's pretty big. I mean, I knew Devon would leave just because this draft class isn't too solid and this is his best chance. And we got that was Bryce Thompson or something coming in.
0: Yeah, I mean, no, I, blame him. I, yeah, I understand Devon's choice there. So, Devon, go get drafted. That'd be dope. Go bow out in yeah. the, uh, in the Poor NBA. Was at KU for two years. Absolute legendary KU career. Yeah, honestly. he was. I mean, from one of our worst teams, and I mean, breaking the streak to basically national player of the year. I mean, up there, top five. Yeah.
1: Unbelievable.
0: Yeah, go get you some D dot always once yeah. a, once a Jayhawk always a Jayhawk yeah exactly um I, I mean I saw all those Jayhawk players on your birthday shout out that was that um, was pretty awesome I, I'm not gonna lie I was a little <laughs> jealous of that <laughs> am I overshadowing your birthday
1: no so I was really happy when uh Ben Shooty tossed me a shout out on that I was like oh, thank god I got one in there <laughs>
0: of the 15 minute video I got one shout out. You're part uh, of history. I got some confidence. You're part exactly. of history. <laughs> yeah,
1: shout out Ben Shooty, thank you so much for that one shout out of the 15 and a half minute video.
0: I told uh, you, I told everyone at the start of this episode I've give I've given like 15 shout outs so far. So thank you for continuing the shout out heavy trend of this of episode 15. Um,
1: shout out that was an amazing. Amazing compilation that you put together with all the celebs and everybody. Hey
0: uh you stole my thunder. Shout out yeah, shout out Mon- Maddie. Let me l- let me reiterate that. Uh Maddie, thank you so much for literally the best birthday gift ever. Um if people haven't seen it, peep my Instagram. Oh my god. Peep my Instagram too. I'm a selfish selfish bastard. All these people, um I mean yeah, Ty- Tyron Matthew tyran is the i i like took screenshots of them like i didn't send them the video or anything but i took screenshots of them like insane uh like appreciate it like appreciate you taking the time to do this like blah 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 and tyran was the only guy that replied but he said tyran's Tyran's for the people such a good guy yeah he's but I only, I only needed one reply, and I'm so happy it was Tyran, too. So I said it earlier this episode because I was talking about Sammy Watkins coming back, and um I was just on a Chiefs high, and I had to get uh, – I dropped it that I'm going to get a Honey Badger jersey this offseason. I mean, just got to get the best secondary that one Thornhill and That's true.
1: Honey Badger do it.
0: Yeah. If the season starts on time. <clears throat> God. This
1: nonsense. Uh, that'd be kind of
0: that would the be the line for me. That I think my mental state would just go through the floor. it would NFL season was pushed back. It would deteriorate my mental state would be non-existent. Almost Im- a yeah. almost upon immediate impact of me hearing that news. Yeah, that that just be brutal. That but, would I mean, combo. I, I think that's the one to get. Oh yeah. Juan Thornhill and Tyron Matthew. I mean can never give too many props to the honey badger for turning that defense around to win us a Super Bowl. Yeah, seriously. Like he, he was uh, and everyone said it so much, like just beating a dead horse, but such a huge impact to like changing things and well done to Veach. Veach his offseason this year has been great. I'm happy with what he's been doing. Obviously, he had a killer job last year um, to bring home a, a Super Bowl yet again to the Kansas City Chiefs. So, super pumped with Veach there. Um, Super pumped with Juan and Tyran in the backfield are uh, deep for us on defense. But back to it. Thank you again, Maddie. Best birthday gift ever. Um, I also got some, like... She also got me some cases of Chiefs edition like Super Bowl Champions Bud Light. So I've got oh. I've got that. The uh, aluminum cans? Yes, the aluminum cans. And then There you go, some pounders. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got some pounders which I mean at this point you pretty much have to be buying strictly pounders. Especially when you're on the lake in Oklahoma. That's true. That's that's I'm pretty much going to be living on Chiefs Super Bowl beer this weekend. I'm not going <laughs> to. couple weeks. I'm not going to eat anything, just drink all that Super Bowl beer. Just trying to yeah. live on it for a full weekend. Maybe save a few of those and like frame them or something and put them in your room. I'm going to save like a full intact 12-pack, I think. <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry save about a full it. Full 12-pack? Yeah. I mean, that's probably a good call. <laughs> I mean, maybe drink them just so they don't go to waste though. Yeah, maybe <laughs> may- frame maybe maybe I'll just fill them up with water and then reseal them or something. Yeah. Wow, just two minds thinking yeah, thinking in sync there. That's what birth that. that's what birthday buddies will do for you. Um and then yeah. I and then I got like a Chiefs framed thing, but I pretty much strictly got Chief stuff for my birthday. What did you uh did you get anything good as a twenty four year old male? Um, so my mom mom's quarantining out in California. She just nice.
1: bent on me for my birthday, <laughs> which was I mean that's just going directly to like the Brooks dog fund, but Trump
0: um, Trump Mason, bucks and Mrs Norton bucks.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mason got me a couple Chiefs polos, which is nice because I didn't get any Chiefs pillows for Christmas, which was kind of BS. I was upset <laughs> about that, but um, got a lot of alcohol, which
0: you know. I
1: mean, in these times, that's that's like cash in
0: your pocket. It's pretty much gold, yeah, because. Yeah, exactly. That's um, that's the only yeah. thing that I've been spending my money on. Like, since I'm at the lake too, we don't really we just buy a bunch of groceries and we don't like go do takeout at the lake. There's not a lot of takeout options. So, literally, the only thing that I've been spending my money on is groceries and alcohol. Yeah, I mean, and
1: it's when you think about it, it's really not that expensive compared to if we were in Dallas. We're spending what. Fifty dollars for dinner, and then going out at night at the bars and spending another fifty bucks, and it's like a hundred dollars for one night, and you're spending like a hundred dollars a week, at best. I like get worse, and so you're saving a lot of money right now. That's I feel like that's the bright side. But um, another one of my birthday presents was a wake up call from Brooks at one thirty a.m. and five thirty a.m. So that was really fun
0: well hey at least he made you like experience the most like the full percentage of hours of the day for your birthday by waking you up at one thirty a.m so you really got because I, I missed like eight hours of my birthday just sleeping yeah that's so true i mean as spin zone when, when i wake up when i wake up like that i can't go back to sleep for like a little while so i i have been up for quite a long time now yeah you're uh you're running on vodka and w- what is it tito's fresca and tito's fresca Grapefruit citrus
1: fresca. It's man, I'm telling you, I've been drinking it the last couple weeks. It's it's a good good mixer.
0: Tito's and and grapefruit fresca. Hmm. Grapefruit w- citrus fresca. Oh, grapefruit. Send me a pick. Oh yeah, grapefruit citrus fresca. And it honestly,
1: does not t- taste like grapefruit. Um, I like grapefruit, but not like a ton. And man, this stuff is it's easy
0: to drink. Should we should we name our birthday after that drink? Can you put some like honestly, it, right now it's the vodka waters. I mean, that's that's just the flagship right now. No, but we have to come up with a unique drink to name after just our birthday. So I need to track. I need to track down some citrus, uh, citrus grapefruit fresca and pour it up with some Tito's, like no water or anything in there. Just just that's those two. Just- Ah. You can't taste that much. That's the most <laughs> good stuff. That's the most important part of the drink. Yeah. I appreciate that. And it's zero calories, so you're not too fat. We're going to name it We're going to name it Tax Day. Perfect. Yo, get it. Yeah, Tax Day baby. Damn, we should just turn this into a shot and then people can order Tax Day babies. Perfect. All right. Johnny and I are going to put our Trump bucks together and we're going to go buy a bar and sell a bunch of tax day baby shots and get rich. Yeah,
1: come by in Dallas, Texas. (laughs) If
0: you ever in town. Come by. Our our tax day baby with our Trump bucks. The bar is just in Johnny's apartment's garage. (laughs) In the alley. Yeah. Casey's
1: one of the bartenders. Brooks is
0: the waiter. (laughs) Casey being a bartender. (laughs)
1: He's like, yo, get me the fuck out
0: of here. He's like, Johnny, what am I doing right now? I'm a dog, dude. <laughs> just
1: let me go up to the room and just sleep for the next 16 hours. This is ridiculous.
0: Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Well, Johnny, um, I appreciate your time. I'm more than happy to spend my birthday with you for the rest of my life. This is like a... <laughs> This is like a bond that birthday buddies is like a bond that not a, a lot of people will get a, you know, experience because some people don't have good friends like you and I to that also share a birthday. And it's even more special that it's the same year. Um, and, and the fact that we both moved to Dallas. Yeah. And live about a block away. And also shout out Seth Rogen for, uh, and Daryl the Barrel Williams for the April 15th birthdays. Yeah. Do, do you have like anyone else? I'm trying to think who else has like a famous person that's on our birthday. I the only one I like really can remember is Steph Rogan, but I saw that Instagram from the Chiefs and Daryl the, the Barrel. Huh. I mean, hey, that's a good good one to share it with if it's going to be a Chiefs guy. Well, well maybe I'll put cuz now I'm curious. Maybe I'll put a list of like the top 10 top 5 people with april 15th birthdays somewhere like maybe in the description of of the pod just just Perfect. if just if anyone the else is stats curious department needs to check me on Seth Rogen. that's a memory from like 8 years ago I could be totally off on that but we'll see stats department those lucky sons of bees <laughs> they had they had all of last week off and now they think they can get away with anything it's really grinding my <laughs> exactly. gears also shout out Shaw birthday tomorrow Fellow uh, Dallas the shout outs will never die this episode It's never gonna stop <laughs> Alright, Nort, well I appreciate it, man And uh, hopefully we'll be able to see each other shortly
1: Yeah, hopefully in the next couple of weeks at Grand Lake Thanks for having me on, brother
0: Yeah, well, and uh, when the Masters is maybe back on And when are they thinking about doing November. that? November um, First or second week of November is what I remember them setting it to So hopefully we can reconvene then And I'll give you some crazy tiger facts yeah. You're my certified golf guy, so you've you've yeah. you've won yourself that position. So we'll look forward to having you back on if not before then at least uh in November when the Masters is going on. Perfect. Thanks so much for having me, brother. All right, dude, see you later. Okay, we are doing a little something new. Episode 15. Let's see if you guys like it or not, but we are doing little masterclass lesson for anyone who's not familiar masterclass is sweet it's a little it's an app that you can download on your phone it is a paid subscription but it's it's cool it's like a collection of video tutorials from I guess people that are sort of renowned as the best of the best the experts in their industry people like Steph Curry is on there he's got a video series like teaching you how to shoot a free throw or teaching you ball handling skills uh, by the way, Steph Curry is my boy. Not a big NBA guy, but been on Steph Curry for a while. Used to have a jersey, Matthew Nimmers. Shout out. Wow, shout outs keep rolling. You've also got people on there like Serena Williams too. She does a tennis lesson. Howard Schultz, I've listened to this one before. Uh, he's the founder of Starbucks and he talks about like entrepreneurship and stuff like that. And it's all broken out into nice consumable little lessons is what they call them. And they're all about like, as, as a total, they're like 15 to 20 minutes long. I think a full series, some of them can get up to like an hour, but each little episode is, is only a handful of minutes, so they're easy to get through, uh, and obviously they're super-duper informative. So I thought I would share that knowledge with my wonderful listeners. Today we're doing a little Gordon Ramsay masterclass lesson in how to make the most wonderful scrambled eggs delicious that's my gordon Ramsay accent uh but i know for a fact that everyone is just eating everyone that's maybe not living with their parents eating probably a lot of eggs right now so treat yourself let's take a look at this maybe you listen to this part saturday morning when you're making yourself some breakfast but we are going to go through gordon Ramsay's masterclass on how to make the perfect scrambled eggs and first and foremost Do not overcook them. You want to use a nonstick pan. We're not using stainless. The stupidest thing you could ever do is use stainless steel. Gordon Ramsay's words, not mine. So we've got a nonstick pan. And remember, we are not overcooking. So get your amount of eggs out. I think Gordon in this video is doing six, it looks like. And we are not seasoning any of the eggs. Do not put salt in it before. That is going to dry them out. So we are cracking our eggs into our nonstick pan. And then he's got about six eggs in there, I think, maybe four. I'm not sure. But it also looks like he's got about, so he's got our eggs in there. The heat is not even on the burner, so eggs are cracked and in the pan. Now he's adding in some butter, so about a third a stick of butter. And he is putting a big emphasis on our utensils that we're using, a rubber spatula. Do not bring, he specifically mentions, do not bring out a wooden spoon. I will smack you across the head with a wooden spoon if you use that. So, we've got our eggs going. We've got some butter in there with the eggs and nothing else. No salt, no pepper, no nothing. And we have our rubber spatula ready. We're going to crank up our burner to get that nice and hot. And we are stirring. We're stirring a lot there, making sure that nothing is sticking to the sides making sure that you're moving all of the eggs around. He's putting a really big emphasis. Again, this is Gordon teaching it. Just think, should I do it uh, delicious? That's my Gordon Ramsay. So he's making sure that all of the eggs are coming off the bottom, really using that rubber spatula. And then we've got the heat up on, on kind of high, so we've got it going. We can set it there for about 90 seconds to let it start to thicken up a little bit, maybe have a sip of coffee, maybe check on your dog, look around outside for 90 seconds, and then make sure you're going over there and we're doing 90 seconds cooking, and then we're pulling off the pan, continuing to stir, making sure that we're getting everything off the sides, everything off the bottom. We're pulling that off the heat, so in the air, in your hand, for 20 seconds. So we're going to do 90 seconds on, 20 seconds off, 90 seconds on, 20 seconds oof, and we are stirring that a lot so we're putting it back on the heat so again we've had it on for 90 seconds at this point we've taken it off for 20 seconds and now we're putting it back on the heat for 90 more seconds and he is stirring that remember rubber spatula make sure you don't have anything sticking to the bottom or the sides and then once they start thickening up a little bit, you're probably around three or four minutes at this point. Once they start thickening them up, he's adding in some chives. And <laughs> he's also adding in some sea urchins. If you have sea urchins laying around your fridge, you can uh, add in a sea urchin. And he's also adding in some salt and pepper now at this point as well. So make sure that you are folding the spices into those eggs. You're folding it, making sure it's coming out pretty creamy these are like the like very ah oh god that's a weird way to describe eggs i don't like saying that so they're i don't want to say moist either i was about to say moist so they are moist and creamy eggs ah oh god that's hard to say but that's exactly how you want them but voila there you are our first masterclass recap episode is over with play that on saturday morning i, I always ask people to do this Get something – if you were making these Gordon Ramsay eggs, I want to see how they come out. Put me in the background. I want, I want I want, to hear those hectic instructions coming through the speakers while you're trying to feverishly whip eggs with a rubber spatula while listening to me try and half-ass a Gordon Ramsay accent. But that was fun. I, I enjoyed that. We've, we've got a bunch of uh, other episodes or different lessons to choose from, so I think I'm going to squeeze a couple of those in maybe every week, every other week uh, per episode – Next week, we might be doing a little cocktail recipe to get you alcoholics ready for the weekend. Uh, Speaking of weekend, we're here. We have arrived. If you were one of my beloved Thursday listeners, you've only got to power through one more day. But we don't have a lot going on, unfortunately, this weekend. And the national, I, I don't know what the hell happened to the weather Some nationwide cold front came and swooped in, and we're kind of getting hit with it again because weekend weather here at Grand Lake, Afton, Oklahoma, whatever you want to call it, is not looking pretty. 51 and rainy on Friday, 62 and rainy on Saturday. Sunday opens up a little bit, 67 and partly sunny. I'm probably just going to be staying inside, whipping up some creamy scrambled eggs and enjoying myself there. Kansas City. My Kansas City listeners, let's run through your weather. 46, and I'm seeing a chance of snow on Friday. Saturday opens up. Sunday as well. Saturday, 57 and sunny. Sunday, 64 and sunny. That sounds like a nice opportunity to try and get some exercise in. Enjoy your backyards, Kansas City, if you can on Sunday. And then finally, let's check in on D-Town Boogie. 67 and cloudy on Friday. Looks like we may have some thunderstorms rolling in on Saturday. 69 degrees nice on Saturday in Dallas, Texas. And then Sunday in Dallas looks very nice. 76 and mostly sunny. So Dallas, make the most out of your Sunday this weekend if you can. Everyone continue to practice social distancing. I'm going to be doing that again by whipping up some creamy eggs and probably drinking some beers this weekend. I'm going to do a little fishing Probably hang out, maybe do a little puzzle, some board games. Who knows what I may get into. Probably will dip into some wine as well. So I recommend that everyone do the same. Only, hopefully, I don't know, maybe like a few more months until we can get back to Bar of the Week. I had, coming into this whole entire show, I was very excited to do Bar of the Week every single week. And we're on a great streak. Like episodes 1 through 10 or something probably had a bar of the week associated with it. And now it's being totally ruined by Rona. So whatever. At some point, we will get back to bar of the week. But before that, we just want to say thank you again for listening in. Episode 15 in the books. We will have episode 16 available for you. It's got to be next Friday because we want to talk about at least round one of the draft for next week. So Episode 16 will be coming out next Friday. Looking forward to seeing you there. Make sure you follow the accounts on Instagram and Twitter at The All Talk Pod. On either, I'm going to be throwing up a little video of me whipping up some creamy eggs at some point. So make sure you check that out. Follow the accounts at The All Talk Pod, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks again for the support. Uh, we had a goal to do 200 listeners by episode 20 but that sounds like a lot of work I I don't know if if that's going to happen unless you guys do pull out a miracle prove me wrong who knows so I guess maybe kind of half half half-heartedly the road to 200 continues 200 by episode 20 thanks again for listening make the most out of your weekend really dominate those Sundays if you can enjoy it because you my friends all absolutely deserve it